was just disgraceful. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Philly Science Silver Media and Chidori Campin. This afternoon's game between the Philly Phillies and the New York Mets as the Phillies lose 6 to nothing to the Mets as they drop the final game of the three-game series, lose the rubber match. Uh, as uh, they do take one out of three in Queens. I guess before we get into this official graph, if you have not yet, please turn your gauge bell, please like this video, comment on this video, share this video, and let's get into this. Uh, so going into this series, I did say I would be content with one out of three, but the only thing is, uh, this was just a disgrace. I I'll be honest with you. I mean, the, the way that they lost today was just disgraceful. Uh, no matter who your opponent is, you can't leave 26 runners uh, on base. Think about that. They left 26 runners on base today. 26. I mean, that just can't happen. Uh, Zach Weaver wasn't sharp today. His curveball looked terrible. Uh, seemed like he was relying on that a lot uh, today. I don't know why. Uh, and uh, his curveball was just was not looking very good today. And of course, I mean, it, it, I like his curveball sometimes, but I don't like it all the time. I like his fastball a whole lot better, of course. Uh, you know, you know, the curveball is secondary to me. Uh, and uh, this offense, I mean, you could say what you want about it. You know, it being you know very lousy, we get out, you know, shut out back-to-back -back games, lose one nothing last night, and we lose six to nothing here this afternoon. Uh, you could say what you want, but we leave twenty-six runners on base. That's just unacceptable. Uh, but so we had our opportunities here, and we just didn't take advantage. Uh, and I'm so tired of seeing strikeouts uh, when there's runners on base. Just put the ball in play. I'm not saying something's going to happen, but there's it makes a chance for something to happen. Uh, you know, so at least you actually have a chance if you put the ball in play. If you just strike out, there's going to be no chance. Get nine hits today. Uh, we leave 26 runners on. As you go take a look at the scoring summary here in the bottom of the first inning, uh, Francisco Lindor singles on a uh, little dunk fly ball to right field. That ball was not hit hard at all. Brandon Nimmo comes around to score a very underrated player for sure. Uh, and it's now 1-0 New York. Uh, so the Mets jump ahead to a 1-0 lead off of uh, the former Met, Zach Wheeler. Pick it up here in the bottom of the fourth inning, Mark Hanna. Singles on the line drive. The other way to right field, Pete Alonso comes around to score. And this is now 2-0 New York. Uh, so Mark Hanna, uh, another addition uh, by the Mets here this past offseason. He's done a pretty good job since uh, coming over to the Mets. Delivers uh, another RBI right there to put the Mets up now by 2. I'm gonna pick it up here uh, in the same inning. Uh, Luis Gourmet singles on a ground ball the other way to left field uh, as it sneaks in. Mark Hanna comes around to score. As it's now 3-0 Mets. So, I mean, at this point in the ball game, you lost 1-0 last night. Uh, now you've had four innings off of Chris Bassett. Uh, the bats have just not been there. Uh, so you're starting to get the little Jack Fritz fan of the pod. Little feels like a loss in your head, right? I mean, you're starting to kind of get the vibes of that. I did not really have a good feeling about this game uh, you know, at this point of the ball game. Uh, then we pick it up here in the same inning. James McCann, more like James McCant, uh, since he has done nothing uh, since going over to the Mets. I mean, all the Mets fans can't stand this guy. He, he was just not a good signing uh, by Steve Cohen. So he singles on a little fly ball out the center field that falls in. Totally misread by Brandon Marsh. Not only did he misread it, uh, but then he bobbled the ball out there. Uh, you know, he, he took, took him so long to get it in. Uh, and uh, Lise Guillaume and Jeff McNeil come around to score. This is now 5 nothing New York. And I allowed James McCann to move up the second. Now, how in the world that wasn't an E slapped on Brandon Marsh right there? I'm befuddled by that. Uh, so there was no error slashed on Brandon Marsh. Uh, so you allow James McCann to move up to second. I mean, he's a diesel tanker running up that first baseline. And then two runs score on that. Should have just been one. 
Uh, so honestly, he also misread it off the bat. No one really talking about that. Not only did he misplay it, but he also misread it off the bat. And it seemed like he kind of hesitated or like kind of took a few steps back and he like started running towards the ball. Uh, he, I've been very disappointed by this guy. I mean, he, first of all, he can't hit. We'll talk about this a little later. Can't hit. Uh, and uh, honestly, his defense hasn't been, I mean, I mean, yes, I understand he's a very good defender, but, uh, you know, not not anything, like, fantastic. Uh, I'll be honest with you. All that mental mistake today, and granted, as I said, that was not a, a de officially declared an error. But in my mind, that was an error. I'll be honest with you. I mean, that was a mental mistake. Uh, did not have a set in the game right there at all. Then we pick it up here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Uh, the guy that just loves to hit against right-handed pitching, uh, Daniel Volga back. Uh, homers on a uh, fly ball to right field, his 15th of the season. Uh, and it's now 6-0 New York. Uh, so the Mets now have the command. 6-0 lead off of uh, the guy that used to wear the orange and blue. Uh, so, I mean, how about that? And Zach Lear averaged a run uh, every inning today. So that would be your final. 6-0 Mets as uh, we unfortunately do lose the series in New York. And I'm tired of losing to the Mets. Uh, you'll hear from me first. I mean, yes, I mean, we had, we definitely have had their number over the last decade. Uh, we owned them in 2021. I wouldn't say we owned them in 2020. I mean, we played decent against them, I'd say. Uh, we certainly owned them in 2019, I can tell you that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, this is a Met team we've usually played pretty well against. We have just been awful against them this year. Uh, so now a 4-11 and record. Uh, we have a four-game series coming up against them next week. I love, love to at least split that series with them. This will be the final time we'll be uh, going to City Field for the year. So that was it. Uh, so uh, what an awful way to play at City Field. I mean, we're only collecting two wins this year at City Field. Just terrible. Uh, and uh, we could have easily, easily been swept out of this series. Uh, so thankfully, we didn't get swept. I guess that's one good thing you can take out of this. Uh, and as uh, Bryson Stott, Leon Spada, as we continue to baby our players. Uh, yes, I understand a mild calf strain isn't something you really want to mess around with. Uh, but I've never, ever seen a team... Uh, be so, you know, cushy on the players. I just can't stand it. Uh, Bryson Sadalio spot one knock uh, this afternoon. Uh, he also went down to strikes twice. Uh, so Bryson Sadalio, 219 average. He continues to sit there. It's been sitting there the last few days. 618 up, yes. So you know me. I'm not the kind of guy that, you know, likes to make excuses uh, for a lot of things. But when you don't have Kyle Schorber in that lineup, a guy that terrorizes the New York Mets, loves hitting at City Field, I think that's going to have some type of an impact. I mean, we're trying to get a serious win here. You know, Chris Bassett, a right-hander on the mound. We're going to sit Kyle Schwarber. And granted, like I said, I know he's not 100% healthy. But the fact that he doesn't even come off the bench, I mean, that's just disgraceful. Uh, and that is just disgraceful. It wasn't like they scored six runs in one inning. You already knew it was over. I mean, it was a gradual process, uh, you know, throughout six innings when they got their six runs. So, and the fact that we didn't even see him, he was like, he was like, the, uh, he was like hibernating. Like, we didn't even see him. Uh, I mean, my God, that's a move I question. I mean, granted, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You don't know if he woke up this morning and say, hey, Skip, I'm sore. I'm really, really sore down there. Who knows? And there's no report. I mean, usually we get a report. I mean, sometimes it does, it's not reported because they don't tell anybody. Uh, usually word gets out, uh, you know, through it gets leaked to the media. Uh, and uh, there was no report this, this morning, at least not that I saw, that there was a you know, flare-up in the soreness right calf. Uh, Reese Haskins won knocked this afternoon as well, also drawing two walks. Actually had a pretty productive afternoon. Uh, so, you know, just an on-base machine. Reese Haskins, the on-base machine, he continues to be. We talk about it almost every single day, uh, how good this guy is at getting on base and working good at bats. And 824 PS as it reflects in that OPS. Uh, and uh, Alpham one knock this afternoon. But honestly, he didn't get the job done when there was one on. We really needed him. He wasn't there. Uh, you know, even last night, uh, you know, off of Venom Diaz, wasn't there. This afternoon, wasn't there. 
Uh, so very disappointing. Uh, he, I wasn't real impressed with him this afternoon. And uh, JT Muto, his performance this afternoon as well. Uh, he had an awful series. Uh, this man was simmering high going into Friday night. And uh, my goodness gracious, he just had a terrible series. He went hitless in the series. Uh, and uh, Nick Castellanos, two knocks this afternoon as well. A uh, 259 average for him. Uh, and uh, he now has a, a 685 OPS. Uh, and uh, Derek Hall gets to start out of the DH spot. Uh, and uh, he also collected the knock, of course, since there was the Chris Bassett right-hander on the mound. He just can't hit lefties uh, to save his life. Uh, and uh, Gene Segar gets to start at second and also uh, collects a knock. This is another guy that does pretty well against the Mets. He had an all right series. Uh, you know, not, not anything great. I mean, Gene Segar is a guy that doesn't really excite me that much. I mean, uh, he excited me in 2019, but... Uh, I don't know. He just—he's just—he's more of a single hitter. I mean, uh, you know, he has a tendency to sometimes be uh, kind of like a doubles machine, I'd say. But uh, I don't know. Gene Segura just doesn't really excite me that much. And uh, Brandon Marsh, uh, one knock this afternoon. I'm just—I'm not crazy about what this guy's done. He's five for 26 since joining the Phils. Now, you know, certainly not—not not pretty, that's for sure. Uh, and Emmanuel Sosa came off the bench to pinch hit, and uh, he collected a knock. Uh, and uh, Matt Veering, a, a rough, rough performance. You know, striking out four times. Uh, my goodness, did he look awful today. Uh, and another guy, when we really needed him, uh, we needed a big hit. Uh, he just he didn't even put the ball in play. Uh, so that clearly shows right there. Four strikeouts. Uh, that's just a, that's a, that's a pretty awful feeling when you get on the flight to Cincinnati. Uh, so hopefully the Phillies can sweep the Reds uh, and uh, somewhat kind of cancel out the, when, you know, what happened in the series. Uh, so we have nine hits today. We leave 26 runners on base, 11 strikeouts as a team, only draw three walks. Uh, so that's just, that's just embarrassing. You only get two runs in the series. Two. Two runs. Uh, I mean, think about that for a second. Two runs. And literally one run on nine inning span, right? Because if you count that first game, of course, the second run we got was in the 10th inning. So only one run through a nine inning span. Uh, during this entire series. That clear six innings, nine hits, six runs, all six were earned. One walk and, and five strikeouts. A 292 ERA. I mean, uh, Grant, I mean, the offense not doing their job when there's, you know, runners on base. Uh, you know, that certainly really infuriates me. Uh, when you have your starter going out there allowing six earned in six innings, a run every inning on average, I mean, he, he wasn't good today at all. And I probably blame him for this loss, too. Aaron Noel was far better than him last night than Zach Lear was here this afternoon. Uh, so Zach Lear gets smacked with the loss, deservingly so. I, I definitely think he deserves it. 11 and 6 now on the year. Corey Knable, third of an inning as he allowed to walk. And unfortunately, Corey Knable uh, did suffer a latch strain as he'll be uh, heading back to Philadelphia while the team travels to Cincinnati uh, to get an MRI uh, tomorrow morning. The Phillies may be without Corey Knable. That's, that's certainly not going to be a good thing. Hopefully, he will be back by... Uh, Friday night. I mean, I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I'm, I'm not too worried about this uh, Cincinnati Reds team, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they should rush him back. I think they should just have him back by Friday night uh, when the New York Mets come to town. Shut him down for the next three games. I don't, I don't even care. I mean, uh, he shouldn't even come out to Cincinnati. We just don't need him. I don't mean to sound like arrogant, but uh, you know, about the Phillies, uh, you know, playing the Reds, but I mean, come on. They're one of the worst teams in baseball. We all know that. Uh, and uh, Andrew Vladi, two-thirds of an inning as he was able to get out of that uh, just fine. Uh, and uh, Brad Hand going against his former squad. One hand as he also strikes out to a 2.08 ERA for Brad Hand. He continues to just be so good uh, coming out of his bullpen. Uh, so uh, this Phillies bullpen in this series, uh, very, very good. It's better than the last meeting we had with the Mets at City Field. That is for sure. Uh, so uh, when the Phillies meet the Mets for the final time, 
uh, here uh, next weekend at Citizen Bank Park for a four-game series. Of course, Saturday will be a doubleheader. If you all remember back uh, in May uh, when the Phillies faced the Mets. Friday and Saturday game both got rained out. Uh, and uh, one of those games was made up on Mother's Day. Uh, we all remember uh, we uh, won the first game, then lost the second game. Uh, but the other one still has not been made up, so that's going to be made up uh, on Saturday. So final thoughts about this Mets series. It is what it is. As I talked about going in, I said, if you take one out of three, I'll be fine with that. This is a World Series-type Met team. Uh, I mean, it's all they just mowed us down. Even, I mean, listen, I understand that, hey, I'm mad at this team for not coming through. Uh, runners on base. Uh, but uh, you got to give the Mets credit there, too, because they, they just know how to pitch in the clutch. They know how to get out of things. Uh, they know how to generate ground balls. Uh, they know how to execute. That's, how, that's called good execution. And that's a sign of a really good baseball team. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I give the Mets credit for that. I mean, they're certainly the best team in this division. They prove that they're the best team in this division. Uh, and I certainly do believe that this Mets team will win the NL East. I mean, it'll be their first NL East uh, division title since 2015. Now, do I think they're going to win a World Series? I think they have a chance. Uh, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. Uh, the Dodgers have been known to choke uh, in the playoffs. I don't care what the run differential is. Or just, I mean, I, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm so, I mean, every year you hear about the Dodgers and then we get to October, they just totally just joke. They have like an injury or something happens. Uh, now granted they did win the Mickey Mouse in 2020, but anyway, the Mets are a very good team. I'm a little annoyed. Of, I'm just tired of losing to this Mets team this year. I'll, I'll be honest with like the way we lost today was just very frustrating. It was a really frustrating loss. So three game series against the Reds, 640 the first pitch. Syndergaard, six and eight with a 3960 rate going against Mike Miner, one and nine with a 624 ERA. Uh, with this offense struggling so bad, this is the perfect team to play. So uh, I fully expect this offense to wake up. I mean, should you rush Schwartz back tomorrow night? No. Because uh, we're just playing an awful baseball team. So, guys, thanks for watching this video. Please subscribe if you haven't done yet. Please turn the bell. Please like this video. Comment on this video. Share this video. Check out the social media. Link is good to section at Phillies Hot Stove Media. Instagram, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Pianso Media. Card text 267 Email me, Phillies Media at gmail.com. So, guys, thanks so much for watching. I'm Luke, and I'll talk to you later. Let's go, Phil. See you guys.